Rainmaker FM. This podcast is brought to you by Copyblogger.com. Words that work. Build your online authority with powerfully effective content marketing. Get superior content marketing education so you can build a remarkable online presence. Head over to copyblogger.com to learn more. That's copyblogger.com. Hey, great to see you again. Welcome back to Copyblogger FM, the content marketing podcast. Copyblogger FM is about enduring content marketing trends, interesting disasters, and enduring best practices, along with the occasional rant. My name is Sonia Simone. I am the co-founder and chief content officer for Copyblogger Media, and you can also get more writing and a complete additional archived podcast by pointing your browser to Remarkable dash communication.com. So I had so much fun in our last conversation with our colleague, Robert Bruce, that I brought him back. Robert, how is your day going? Really well. I'm amazed you brought me back, Sonia, after all this time. <laughs> and I'm very grateful. Thank you. I know, you know, we we had a good conversation last time and I'm, I'm hoping to not screw it up uh, this time either. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, if you missed our last episode, I will include a link in the show notes. You can get those at copyblogger.fm. Robert is the VP of Marketing for Rainmaker Digital Services, and that's our sister company that handles um, services, done-for-you kinds of services for clients. Um, so last time we talked about strategy versus tactics, and we talked about how people get caught up in chasing you know, the latest shiny object. Today, I, I did want to talk about, it's kind of a tactic, but it's really, really evergreen. It's really foundational. And the thing I like about this is, this is one of those things, this is work that you'll want to go ahead and get done, no matter what happens with technology, whether you're, you know, using Messenger or quizzes or micro content or white papers. I mean, literally any way that we communicate with people, YouTube, it doesn't matter. This is work that you want to get kind of in place so you can build on a good foundation. Yeah. And after we bash tactics, like you said, um, <laughs> uh, in the last one, this one, we'll, we're coming back, but you're right. It is evergreen and it's, it's more of a, I, mean, I don't know, it's maybe it's somewhere in between tactic and strategy because it, it affects so much or can affect so much. And that's the idea of I call them, I've been calling them recently, just your, your main site topics in terms of, you know, common language, but you and Brian particularly, um, and then, um, me following along over the years have kind of, um, put the stake in the ground of cornerstone content and, um, the ideas of content landing pages. And really what this comes down to is looking at a couple of things, your audience, your business goals, and finding that that central point between the two, what your audience wants and needs and where you want and need your business to go, which should align with your audience, of course, and doing the work of research and keyword research even, um, and taking the time um, to, um, you have talked about, you know, uh, looking at the, the, the language your audience actually uses, um, including in this, um, but taking that time to narrow down, I say, 
you and I might go back and forth on this, but I say between five to seven, I wouldn't do no more than seven. Mm. Five might be optimal of these main site topics. And there's kind of a lot involved in this, uh, most of which, uh, well, all of which you're expert in, Sonia. So I think we can go back and forth here quite a bit. Um, but also um, I can throw in some stuff, some actual you know ideas that have come out from you know working with clients over at uh, Remaker Digital Services and, and whatnot. But this idea really is central in a lot of ways, um, main site topics, cornerstone content. And I thought one way to start this off might be just as a visual is to talk about um, that people would recognize as copy bloggers, um, main site topics, which have, have, they've evolved, which is another probably point worth talking about over time. Yeah. But if you want to get a quick grip on this um, and you, Sonia, maybe you can help me out this, but. Some of the, the main site topics for CopyBlogger are content marketing, landing pages, SEO copywriting, um, and there's you know a number uh, of other ones in there, magnetic headlines. These are the things that almost without exception, if something is being written about, it's around um, about or around one of those topics. Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably an emerging one for us now actually is this idea of the conversion content marketer. So, and actually it's been, and I think you, as a site owner, you sometimes will find this. Sometimes you find one of these topics in work you've been writing about, you know, and you realize the theme kind of emerges, but just this idea that it's, and it's an old copy blogger theme that content is not just about filling an editorial calendar. It's not just like, well, I said I'd post on Tuesdays, so I'm writing a post, but really about um, using content strategically to advance business goals and, and you know, real goals, not fluffy goals. So real things, you know, email opt-ins, um, you know, advancing stages of awareness, all kinds of very quote unquote hard, you know, I wrote a post called content marketing is not a soft skill. Because I think a lot of times it's like, well, we're going to get this new college grad to write a bunch of stuff. And we don't really know why, but everybody says you have to have a blog. So, uh, and it doesn't go anywhere. Well, yeah, because there's no strategy. Yeah, exactly. And this is, people ask like, okay, okay, I get it. And it, it ties into our last conversation, Sonia, about fundamentals. And this is one of those things that is probably an eye roller for most people. But the importance of it, I really believe, can't be overstated because it it, it accomplishes, as you said, and, and intimated so many things. One of the most important being your editorial calendar itself. Like, if you define these these this cornerstone um, main these main site topics, you know, outside of the evolution of that and the evolution of your business and the evolution of your audience over you know a long period of time, you know what you're writing about. So you can, um, if these five topics are there, you know that Monday I write about this, for instance, you don't have to do it this way, but as a, for instance, Monday, I write about X, um, Tuesday, I write about Y Wednesday, I write about Z and so on and so forth. And so it defines in a way, both for yourself as a, as a, as a marketer and as a producer of media, uh, what you're doing and where you're going, but it also defines and makes a consistent experience for your audience, which I don't think that can be understated, uh, the importance of either. Um, so like you said, Sonia, you're not out there just like, well, I woke up today and I guess I'll, I got to write something. So, uh, <laughs> let's take it out of a hat, you know, that kind of thing, which yeah. is madness. Number one, in terms of strategy and, and business goals and, um, but also just for yourself and for your audience. Yeah. Well, and I think that 
most people recognize this um, as well. I mean, every creative professional has some struggles with what am I going to make today? You know, what's it going to look like today? Yep. And I think we all recognize you, you will see what you consistently look for. So if you are consistently looking for ideas about, for example, um, one of my big themes um, as a writer, as a writer for copy blogger, as a writer just in general, is um, advancing relationships with content. And so because I'm thinking about that all the time, I'm constantly seeing examples, you know, other people's blog posts, um, podcast guests, uh, you know, I'm constantly finding ideas because I'm looking for them. So what you look for consistently is what you're going to see consistently. And when you know your topics, you do start to see ideas everywhere. But until you make that decision, it's painful. It's the path not taken. It's like, what if I want to write about, you know, yes, yep. whatever. That commitment to these handful of ideas, um, which again, are not set in stone. They can evolve and should evolve in, in many ways. But that commitment is, is hard to make. And I wanted to ask you, while we're on this topic, another benefit outside of the editorial calendar is this idea of um, content landing pages that you and Brian developed, you know, many years ago. The importance of those, what, and, you know, obviously we don't have to go into a big tutorial here, but the importance of those both, you know, on, on all sides of the equation, um, including just flat out SEO and, and the power of yeah. uh, that those can bring uh, within the context of defining these topics and creating those pages. Yeah. And, and of course, and I, I have to give, I mean, I learned it from Brian for sure. Cause when I started reading copy blogger, I didn't know beans about any of this stuff. <laughs> um, I have to, you know, full, I mean, that was a long time ago, but I do have to confess, but um, yeah. So a cornerstone landing page is a landing page that is around one of these key themes that you want to explore, that you want to, you want to become a, a, an authority in, you know, um, you want to research and write about and really explore in depth. And the landing page is just really a compilation, but you know, it starts off, it's a compilation of your strongest work. You know, you have five, seven things you really think knocked it out of the park about this topic and you put those on a landing page so it gives people a place to, to see them all. But the thing that we have experimented with almost endlessly at Copyblogger is those pages are constantly evolving for us. So sometimes they are a landing page to download an ebook where we've really distilled it even further, you know, beyond that five posts idea to an edited, produced um, ebook that really gets into that topic. Sometimes it might become a sales page for a course, you know? We have a course on something, yep. and that landing page, most commonly it is going to be an opt-in for something that might be free, um, but we have put a really low-risk product, a little checklist, We've put that on land, on content landing pages and seen really nice conversions. It's seven bucks, right? It's low friction. Mm. It's like, yeah, okay, I want to know a little bit more about that. Um, so you can, I would encourage people to let them evolve. I think for some reason, once it's a blog, people are terrified of changing a page. It's like, well, I, I, you oh, know. Oh, that's interesting. You know, it's like, isn't it sort of, you know, like natural law? In fact, we do something. People get scandalized. It's so funny. We'll take something that has a blog post with the URL that we want, 
like let's say email marketing or content marketing strategy or something like that. And we'll turn that post into a content landing page. Mm. And we might use some of the copy and we might use none of the copy, you know, because that's really the, the URL. And then maybe we'll use the original post. That'll be a link on that page to that original content. And we'll put it on a new URL to be not a creep or a weirdo. You know, what you don't do is have something that you're ranking for or that you're really proud of about training your puppy to shake hands. And then you turn that into a landing page for like hot weekends in Vegas, you know, like, you know, don't do that. That's just dopey. Um, And it, it doesn't, work the bounce rate on that's going to be insane yeah yeah you know <laughs> don't so, even bother yeah so keep it you know keep it consistent keep it topically consistent if it's about teaching your puppy it needs to stay about teaching your puppy but um right. yeah but you know it's these are flexible dynamic living documents in your in your business and honestly the sooner just the sooner you start them the better it's just really think about what are my key topics and then What's that that one place I would want people to land to learn about that topic? And then from there, go ahead and be creative and be experimental um, and see what you can make of it. Yeah. And if you want a good example of that, and Sonia, you can maybe drop some others in the notes if you want. But the uh, for one, um, copyblogger.com slash content dash marketing would be um, uh, the, you know, copyblogger's content marketing um uh, landing page like we're discussing here. And it's one of those main site topics. This page is in that realm. Really good example. It doesn't have to be this big, long, complicated thing. Um, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, you know, in the in the realm of like hardcore conversion. But take a look at that page and it's a, good, a really great example of um, to get you started if you're just kind of trying to figure out how that might look. So, yeah, and that's... Um, Two things, the editorial calendar, developing these content landing pages, which become powerful for your audience and for SEO uh, and for for many other things, are probably two of the the main benefits, uh, uh, specific benefits of defining these main site topics. Yeah, yeah, it's really fundamental, fundamental work. You know, we, we touched on this before. I think people just have a hard time even starting to decide. I mean, they, they've already kind of like there's some yeah. there's some it's funny because our our other uh, one-time colleague, he's now um, full-time at um, WP Engine, but Chris Garrett always said when we were teaching, you know, common knowledge is not common practice. So a certain amount of the eye-rolling is also happening with people who haven't done it. <laughs> yeah. It's, you right. know, we've all been right. there. Because it's, it is kind of intimidating to start to make those decisions. How do you recommend people just start thinking about, well, okay, Let's say let's do five or let's do three or four and leave room for one or two to emerge. How do they get started? That is the question. And normally um, what I do is I say, this is your homework, go and do it. And then we'll uh, talk about, you know, half joking there. Um, In one sense, um, the client, especially, you know, working with clients, they're going to know, uh, at least right off the bat, of course, much more about their audience than I ever could um, or that anybody ever could. And so a lot of that initial conversation is going to come from um, um, what they know about their audience and what their audience wants, keywords that are important, you know, long-term for them uh, to work with, uh, to define and then work with. But really coming down, a lot of it, 
it's funny because yeah, one, two, three, maybe might be relatively easy, but getting to the four five and, and beyond starts to become, um, interesting. Hmm. And I'm trying to think of a, a specific example here. I may take me a moment. Um, we can talk about it, come back to it, but you know, if, if you take the idea of whatever your industry is, um, you know, maybe we can just do a quick exercise here off the cuff, Sonia. Um, yeah, yeah. Take, take let's pick a uh, let's pick a uh, a fictitious website that's that's doing something. Um, let's take dogs. We've been talking about dogs, so you don't want to do a first of all. Uh, this, we could talk for seventeen hours about this alone. So we'll, this is going to be the very abbreviated uh, uh, version of it. But you don't want to do quote dogs, of course. Um, you want probably want to define into breeds or. Um, a specific product or specific idea. What what's your general thought on that? First of all, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think you have to find that that kind of Venn diagram. You know, you have to find that intersection between having a dog is a very it's it's a huge experience, right? Because there's just a lot of things. There's behavior. There's training. There's nutrition. There's breed specific problems. You know, there's so many things. So, how do you help? I think you know. How do you help dog owners? Because you you don't do everything, right? You have a specific way that you help. Right. Yeah. And if you go, if you do break it down to, let's say, specifically German Shepherds is probably a, a better example. It is. It's, it's, this could potentially look like, haven't done the research here or, or actually done the work on it, but for an example, starting with things, the basic things that people are looking, German Shepherd owners are looking for um, to know more, learn more about their dog. So, uh, for instance... Uh, a couple of main site topics perhaps could include, you know, dog food, you know, uh, the best way to feed your dog, great dog food, the, everything around food for the German Shepherd, specifically high quality food. Uh, this could be around um, health issues, like maybe not a main site topic might be health. And then under that, you would talk about the top five things to look out for um, uh, with German shepherds exercise might be under, would probably be under health, but that might be, uh, uh, you might find for instance, that exercise and walking, you know, twice daily with your German shepherd is, um, of such importance that it needs to be its own, um, site topic, uh, maybe, uh, grooming, you know, things, things like this. Again, I'm just spitballing here because, uh, number one, I don't own a German shepherd and number two, we haven't done the research into these things, but you want to look at the obvious things, but then also, um, you know, this could also turn into a thing of where you're, you're, um, talking to your, um, customers or potential customers directly about what they want. But then, you know, this is where it becomes tricky because you also want to define you're building your audience and you're serving your audience, but you want to define these somewhat, at least within the context of what you're selling. Um, and of course, that could be any number of things in this example. But if, for instance, you are selling, I would say, um, a training leash and you want to hyper-focus, you know, kind of niche down on, on German shepherds, maybe you have a number of sites, but for, for the sake of this conversation, you know, you want to provide real value about food, health, exercise, all of these things and whatever two or three other main site topics you come up with um, through research. But you also want to gently lead your person to the idea of, you know, this uh, uh, training collar that you're, you're selling or a number of products that you're selling or look for opportunities 
um, and this is where we could get into, you know, a funnel discussion, but opportunities to point them toward uh, naturally, organically, generally why um, uh, your product is, is the best way to go. That's a yeah. very general, uh, you know, picture of what that could look like. But is that is that helpful at all to, to think? Yeah. That way? No, I I I didn't mean no. Like it's not helpful. I meant no. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a California, you know. No. Yeah. yeah. California. No. Yeah. No. Yeah means yes, and yeah no means no. But I have a pug, and I one of the, the if you're in the right topic, Facebook can be Facebook groups can be total gold mines for this. Yeah. And I'm in a pug group on Facebook, which is a ridiculous place, of course. And at least three times a day, somebody says, how do I do their nails? This is impossible. Mm. You know, it's like mm. you, you don't, if you don't, for, if for some reason you're opening a pug based business and you don't own a pug, you would never know that. Right. So yeah. Um, think about places you can go where people are sharing those, you know, the things that come up so often that everybody in the group rolls their eyes because they've come up so many times. Those are the things that start to coalesce into these should be my main site topics and and possibly this should evolve into a product or a set of products you know yeah right because this is what people are asking about so this is what we're going to talk about so yeah there's a lot of ways to to get there but most of them involve just really listening and being really empathetic and really tuning into what the audience is asking for yeah agreed that's the main thing what did uh eugene schwartz say step into the the river, the direction that it's flowing, right? right? That's the best way to approach these things. And in this case, um, those are defined by what the audience wants. Yeah, yeah. So once we have somebody's got their five topics, that's already hard. And then we're going to go into the more hard. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about content landing pages. And I think that's really sort of where you start is you just start about creating a page, thinking yep. about how do I flesh this out? Do you have some other ideas for how people can start to implement this in their strategy um, how they can start to actually flesh this out. Yeah. One of the things that we didn't talk about that's also another benefit of this, but you're right, choosing these topics, going through that process, um, and maybe even getting help with it, but, uh, developing those co- uh, cornerstone, those content landing pages, uh, one page per topic that, you know, leads to, you know, nine times out of 10, eight times out of 10, it's going to be to an email opt-in to, um, here's, really great. You're, you're giving away really powerful, good information that can be taken and used publicly on that page. Um, um, but then, you know, kind of the, Hey, you want to learn more about this? Sign up for the email list kind of thing. And that can look like any number of things, but most, you know, most of the time we would recommend it's going to be the, the email opt-in. So developing those pages. And then one other thing that, that we didn't touch on was, I mean, we talked about the editorial calendar, but also the idea of, once those pages are done and once these topics are defined and you're you're writing on a on a regular schedule kind of cycling through these topics and things um surrounding these topics it makes things really easy in the mind and, and in planning stages of content but also interlinking those as you're working and as your blog develops yeah um i think what did you say last week that as the as the big elbow of your blog content develops right um I'm not going to let you live that down. That was so, <laughs> so classic. Uh, so great. But, you know, linking to continually linking to and building the power of these pages. And really what you're doing is reinforcing the power of these ideas for your audience. Um, yeah. These, these main ideas, these main topics. Yeah. And so as you're writing, 
you're constantly referring back to these pages, which represent these topics. And it just it becomes a virtuous cycle, not only for uh, for you, but mainly for, as you just said, for your audience, first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, last thing I'll say resources. I mean, there's everything you need to know. It's on copyblogger.com and, and through searching through, I mean, Sonia, maybe we can drop some stuff and a few things in the show notes or something to be help, yeah. a helpful start, but, um, really it's all there for you or in any number of, you know, reputable places online. This is a really a basic idea again, which is the point, uh, one of those fundamentals. Um, or, you know, if you need some help, um, there's lots of people out there that can help, including us, you know, we're at, uh, give us a, a ring anytime at uh, rainmakerdigital.com slash contact. So we're, uh, we're up all hours of the day and night, and um, we'd be happy to talk to you about all of this stuff some more. So um, it's rainmakerdigital.com slash contact, and uh, we'll be there. Yeah, very cool. Cool stuff. All right. Well, it's been fun. I'm sure I'm going to, we're going to think about some more topics to entice you back because it's just always great to hear from you thank you very much sonia yeah it's a lot of fun thank you guys for your time and for your attention you know that we never take that for granted um it's just always much appreciated robert great talking to you always 